Hello, and thank you for joining us on our Inspire Church podcast. It's our prayer that this message inspire you, that it builds your faith, and that it can help you see how God desires to move in your life. Enjoy the message. Hey, over the last few weeks, we've been in a series called I'm In. And, uh, and we've looked at uh, I'm Invited. We've looked at uh, I'm Invaluable. And tonight, we want to look at I'm Influential. Now, if you're here this morning, Pastor John did a great uh, job at, at, at delivering uh, the message around that. And I'm going to just jump off the back of that and add some of my take to it as well. And, and, and uh, that would be cool. I love the scripture that I'm about to read because I believe it gives a great picture of the influence that we're called to have as Christians. And if you've got your Bibles, you can turn with me to Isaiah 60, verse 1 to 3. It says, Arise, Jerusalem, let your light shine for all to see. I believe that's God's cry for us as Christians. Arise, son and daughter of God. Let your light shine for how many to see? For all to see. That's influence that you would rise up and you would allow the presence of God that is within you to penetrate the world around you and the spheres of influence that we have. So not just some people can see, but all can see. Then it goes on and says, uh, for the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. Come on, when we stand up for the things of God, He is faithful. He is faithful to outpour His presence upon us so that we don't go it alone, so that we don't need to go at it in our own strength. But God comes in and says, come on, son or daughter, let me go with you. Let me be that arrowhead that penetrates through the challenges, through the tough environments, through the difficult situations so we can see God's presence manifest in our situations. Verse two, darkness is black as night covers all nations of the earth, but the glory of the Lord rises and appears over you. God, we pray tonight that your glory would rise all over us. That Lord, it would appear all over us, before us. That Lord, everywhere we go, Lord God, into our schools, into our unis, into our workplaces. Lord God, when we're at home with our family members, that Lord, Your glory would rise with us. Lord, it would surround us in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we thank You. We would be influential in Jesus' name. That Lord God, that all nations would come to Your light. That all people, Lord God, across this city, Lord God, would come to know You in the name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Come on, the thing I love about influence is a couple of things that it's not. Influence is not a position. Influence is not our achievements. Influence is not even the platforms that we get to stand on. I love it when you see a new leader rise up and they get all excited and they're all pumped. Oh, I've got influence. You're like, yeah, turn around and see who's following you. If no one's following you, you've got no influence. All you've got is a position. You see, position will give you a title, achievements will give you trophies, platforms will give you an audience, and we think that's influence. But yet true influence only comes out of genuine relationship with people. True influence only comes when we are a person who, who, where, where our character is one that can, can stand the influence that God has called us to walk in that what we say would line up with our actions, that we wouldn't just throw out empty words, but instead we'd be someone that, that, that actually allows our actions to, to run in behind what and line up with the things that we say. There are many people who will say a whole lot of stuff, but never follow through. The greatest leaders are those who have influence right bef- before they ever were given a position, before they were ever given a title. What's the meaning of the word Influence. The capacity to have an effect on character, 
or the development or behaviour of someone or something. The ability to have an effect on a person that is influence. Whose world are you in? Who are you influencing? What person are you having an effect on? And are we having a positive effect or are we having an effect that detracts what God is trying to do? Because many of us would have an effect on people, but I think sometimes we need to take a step back and say, God, is the effect that I'm having one that would bring honour to your name? Is it one that would bring people into alignment with the presence of God? Is it one that when people look at me, they, they think, wow, wow, you're a Christian? Man, there's such life and energy about you. There's something about you that I don't have that I'm missing out on and I want that. Or do they see the way that we live and get turned off? Because true influence is changing people and drawing them closer to Jesus. Our greatest influence will be spoken by how we live, not the empty words that we say. You see, God's plan is not just to see people saved and added to the church. God also wants us to change culture and have an impact in the world around us. You know what? The only way we're ever going to change culture, the only way we're ever going to have an impact in the world around us is when we stand up with a godly influence and say, I'm called to be influential. I'm called to be a leader and an influence in, in my areas of influence as a Christian. I'm not called to be timid. I'm not called to hide in the shadows. I'm not called to keep my faith in side of me and, and just hope one day someone else tells me about Jesus. We are called to be the light. We are called to be influential. We're called to break out of the four walls of the church so that we can see the power of Jesus manifest in our communities, which can only happen through people as we reflect heaven wherever we go. Jesus needs you. God needs you. He needs you to be influential. He needs you to be His hands and His feet, to bring honour to His name wherever we go. He needs you and I to be people of influence, that we would stand up and know that we are called to be influential. It's interesting how times have changed. You know, many of us, and I mean, I think for all of us, we would have this challenge at times where we kind of, you know, compartmentalise our life where we have our Christian walk and then we have our Every, every other day walk where we turn up to church and we go through the motions of church and, and, and we serve and we volunteer and maybe we're a part of a team and we lift our hands and we praise and we worship Jesus and all of that stuff is awesome. But when it stays on a Sunday, then I think we've missed the point of what God wants. We think that we're serving and we're bringing honour and we're being influential because I'm involved in youth ministry, I'm involved as an usher, I'm involved as car park and we need all of that. And hey, jump on a team, we have stands out in the foyer that you can volunteer or sign up, that would be awesome. But we think that we're being influential and we're serving and walking out the God call that is upon our life because of what we do inside the church. But hey, newsflash, majority of our influences for 99% of us will not be what we do here in the church, will be outside of the four walls of this church. You see, we, have, we think we have influence and then we go from our Monday to our Saturday and we leave our God stuff behind and then we turn up on Sunday and we pick it back up again. It's sitting on the same seat. You probably sit every week. Here's your God. We'll pick it up. Hey, thank you, Jesus. I'm gonna see a victory. Alma, sign me up now. No, okay. And then we leave it back on the seat and we walk and we go to, to our work, to our schools, to our unis, to our homes. But you see, when we live the way, when we live this way, we make it hard to recognise and include God's presence throughout the week. 
when we live a life where our Christian life is here on a Sunday and the rest of the week is where we leave God out of it, we find it hard to recognise God's presence in every situation. When we separate our Christian life with our everyday life, it disempowers our ability to be truly influential. God wants us to be influential in a way that would bring honour to His name on a Sunday, amen, but on Monday through to Saturday as well. That God's presence would collide with our everyday life so that we can walk in the influence that God has called and designed for us to live. Luke 4 verse 18 to 19 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. In other words, He is upon you. For He has anointed me, He's anointed you to bring good news to the poor, He has set me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be free and that the time of the Lord's favour has come. We will never influence the world when we're trying to fit into it. If you want to truly influence the world, don't try and fit into it. How about we try and align with the presence of God? We try and align with with where God's trying to take us and we say, and that's when we'll see true influence. But you see, we'll never be an influencer if we don't see ourselves the way that we're designed to see ourselves. The way we see ourselves plays a massive part to the influence that we will have within our lives. If all you see is your mistakes, if all you see is maybe the, the broken relationships or the, or, or, the, or the failed business adventures or the mistakes that you make, then we'll always struggle to stand up as an influencer because we think our life is defined by that, but yet our life is not defined by that. That should be the thing that moves us forward and springboards us into the God call that is upon our life. When we allow our past mistakes and our hurts and our offences to determine how we will live, we'll never walk in the influence that God has designed for us to live. The reality is we've all fallen short of the glory of God. Every one of us here have made plenty of mistakes. Every one of us here would have reasons to be offended, to be angry, to be hurt. The reality is we all have dirt in our lives. I love this passage, Genesis 2 verse 7. It says, The Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into man's nostrils and then he became a living person. When God formed us, he formed us out of dirt. But the cool thing is He didn't leave us there. The Word of God says, as He breathed life into us, we were then created to be the son and the daughter that that we were purposed to be. God isn't intimidated by your dirt. God isn't intimidated by your mistakes. God isn't put off by your mistakes. God isn't put off by some of the thoughts that we think and the things that we do. He's not put off by that. He wants relationship with you. He formed us out of dirt but He also plants seeds into our life so that we could walk in the God call that He has for us. You know, the only environment seeds can grow in is dirt. God created us from dirt. He planted seeds into our life so that it would be cultivated. Then He breathed life into you so you could walk out in the influence that God has called you to. You know what? If we allow God into our dirt, into our mistakes, then we will be springboarded into the life of influence that He has called us to. It's in our weakest and our darkest moments that when we let God 
move and breathe on the seeds that He's placed within us, our potential becomes a reality so that we can be influential. See, the tragedy is this, is when we die, the tragedy, sorry, the tragedy of life isn't death, but when we let, but what we let die on the inside of us while we live. Tragedy of life isn't death, but what we let die on the inside of us as we live. The cemetery is the richest place on earth because there are so many unfulfilled dreams that never were fulfilled. There's so much potential that people never walked in because they allowed the dirt, they allowed their mistakes, they allowed the things that have gone on in their life to derail them from the presence and the power of God, from the life that God had designed for them to be. The power of influence that He had called us to walk into. When we sit and we wait for God to do something, when we wait for God to ignite that dream, then we can miss. See, God will breathe on it, but then God also wants us to do something with the giftings that He's put inside of your life. He wants us to do something with the seeds that He has placed inside of you. Don't ever allow the seeds to die because you never did anything with it. Instead, as we cultivate it, as we start to step into all that God has for us, He starts to give us more. When we start to use the little things that He has put inside of our life, when we start to be influential with the small things, because you know life is about the small steps. You see someone up here and you think, wow, that's awesome. But it took a whole lot of small steps to get up here. It took a whole lot of just being faithful to the God call, cultivating the seeds and the dreams that God has placed inside of us so that then ultimately as we keep moving one foot after the other, after the other, all of a sudden you walk out the God call is upon your life. But you have to be faithful to do something with what God has given you. We all have gifts and God wants to use them so that we can be influential for Him. Some of us have gifts of business, gifts of finances, gifts of parenting. Some of us have intelligent gifts. I, admit, I lucked out on that one. Some of us have the gift of being good looking. I think God blessed me with that. Hey, babe. Wow, you just laughed. Uh-huh. We will have words later. You're supposed to back me up on that one because no one else will. <laughs> but we all have gifts. We all have gifts. What does the Bible say? You're wonderfully made. Some are fearfully made. Some blessed with good looks. Some fearfully made. Anyway. How do we know what our gifts are? What are you passionate about? How do you know what you should be influential in? What are you passionate about? What do other people see in your life? What are the things that they've identified that maybe you haven't yet because all we see is the dirt in front of us? You see, that's why it's so good to have good people in your life. That's why it's so important to have people who will speak life into you that will call forth the potential, the giftings that God has placed in you because the reality is there is times where we struggle to ever see the good stuff that God's called us to. And sometimes all you need is someone who can just speak life into you and call forth the potential that you are an influencer, that you are gifted in these areas. What breaks your heart? Sometimes that can be a sign too of something that we're actually called to get involved in. It's interesting, God wants our gifts to be influential and bring honour to His name, to glorify and and promote the Kingdom of God. But you see, the enemy also wants your gift. And if he can't take your gift away from you, what he will do is he will cause you to be someone who's full of self-promotion and self-gratification. He will cause you to use your gift to self-promote or self-gratification You see, God wants to use it to 
honour his kingdom and to move his kingdom forward, the enemy wants to rob you off it. And if it's not, then he'll cause you to look at you. But the people also want your gift. But the problem is, is people can't handle the dirt that comes with our gifts, right? No one is a finished work. We see the potential, come in, come in, come in. And then we get all offended and upset because of, you know, all of the, 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 the things that we see that we didn't see before that we now don't like about them. But the cool thing is, is God's all good with that. God's all good with that. When we let God grab a hold of our gift and we use it to bring honour to His name, He will not only use your gift, but He will clean us of our dirt so that we can be truly influential. Ephesians 2 verse 10 says, for we are God's masterpiece. Come on, how good does that sound? That's not some of you, that's all of us, that's every person. That's even those dudes sitting in the back row, those watching online. You are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things He planned for us long ago. You are God's masterpiece. Why? Not so you can just sit in church at a pew, in a pew or a nice comfy chair on a Sunday at 6pm, but so you can do something with what He has given you. So that you can be influential in your areas of influence. You see, if we want to truly be influential, the way that God has designed us to be, then we need to look at the greatest example of influence. That's Jesus. Jesus walked on this earth fully man like we do today. How influential was He? He wasn't intimidated by the sinners. He wasn't intimidated by the ones that the religious people didn't want anything to do with. He wasn't intimidated by that. He actually got into their world because healthy people don't need a doctor, right? Sick people need one. Right, those who are already saved, they don't need Jesus. We need to go out to the places that don't have Jesus, to those people that don't know Jesus, that aren't yet in a relationship with Him, which is exactly what Jesus did. And He saw the kingdom of heaven be outworked and manifested on earth. Why? Because He was someone of influence. You know what? We're called to model our lives off Jesus. We're called to live as Jesus did. The same Spirit that empowered Jesus lives inside of every one of us here tonight so that we can be truly influential just as Jesus was. That we would see God's work as it is in heaven be done here on earth. That we would live in the influence that we saw Jesus live in. But you see, over the years we've seen living a life of influence has changed. Where we would live lives without seeking and seeing God's kingdom manifest here on earth. See, many of us are happy just to do church, but yet not see the power of Jesus manifest here on earth. I love what Pastor John's been saying over the last few weeks. We are a Pentecostal church. We should be expecting to see the power of God manifest in and through our lives. We should be expecting to see that people would be saved that people would be healed, that we would see people break free of the strongholds of the enemy, that when we declare the goodness of God, that circumstances would change. We should expect that that is a normal part of who we are. You see, Isaiah puts it in uh, chapter 61, verse one to two, he says this, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. For the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted. And to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be set free. There are captives, there are prisoners, they're brokenhearted in your world. You know what? They don't need a doctor. They need you to bring the power of Jesus into their situation. They need you to breathe the Spirit of God into that situation so that they can be set free in the name of Jesus. He has sent me to tell those who mourn 
that the time of the Lord's favour has come and that with it, that the day of the Lord's anger against their enemies. You see, God's power, God's anointing is upon you. The band can come and join me. I love Isaiah 61 because it talks about signs and wonders. That should be a natural part of our life. You see, we can't compete with all that the world offers, but what we can do is we can give what the world doesn't have, and that is the power of Jesus. We try and put great programs on and have great lights, but the reality is we don't have the budget that these amazing big-time music festivals have and all of that kind of stuff. And, but yeah, what we do have is the power of Jesus. The power of Jesus lives in you. If you wanna be truly influential, be influential by bringing the power of Jesus into circumstances that you have within your life, that we would see people set free. When someone is sick, that we'd have the courage to pray for them. Yeah, but, but, but Steve, what if they don't get healed? doesn't matter. You're just called to do what God asks you to do. If He asks you to pray for them, just pray for them. If they, don't get, if they don't get healed, that's God's problem. You tell God that too. God, you didn't heal them. I did what you asked me to do. I prayed for them and you, right? But you just, we just gotta be faithful to hear and obey. Hear and obey. Hear and obey. When someone is lost, tell them about Jesus. Don't tell them about a good help book. Tell them about Jesus. Because ultimately it's only Jesus that can set them free. If someone is addicted, Bring them into the presence of God and help them become free of their addictions. When we meet, when we see someone who's angry, how about we meet it with peace? Someone's despair, how about we meet it with comfort? When someone's full of hopelessness, how about we meet it with godly hope? When someone's self-centered, how about we meet it with generosity? You see, not all of us will have the courage straight away to pray and to see the power of God move, but we all can be an influencer in one way or another. We can all show kindness. We can all speak a good word. We can all speak life over someone. We can all be generous when someone's not generous. We can all, you know, stand up and say, hey man, it's all good, man, and speak and declare godly hope over them. Come on, you are called to be an influencer. An influencer stands up, stands out, and stands strong. You are called to influence. Not what the world would say is influence, but what the Kingdom of God what God would see as influential, that we'd see the presence of God manifest all over this place in Jesus' name. Thanks again for joining us. If you have any questions or simply for more information regarding Inspire Church, visit us at inspirechurch.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. It's our prayer that you live inspired by the Word of God and more alive in Him than ever before. Until next time.